What's up, everybody? It's Justin Davis welcoming you guys to another episode of The A Show. It's been two weeks. Two, two weeks, bro. Come on. I know. I can't, I can't believe we're actually we're actually doing this for a second week. Two. I know. We, we finally found a, a, a good, uh, a, a, a kind of a, like a good time to do this. You know, three. Yeah. So um yeah and I just want to take a second to thank everybody for the the great response on the on the first show last week and I don't know if you saw any of that Mills I I saw a couple um I saw a couple tweets a couple comments just in our group chat a couple you know I got a couple of texts about you know is it to me, I'll be honest with you I'm not even tuning my own horn I listened to it last week yeah. and I sounded pretty good I yeah. was just like wow I sound really smart here yeah. but that's me <laughs> It just, it just that's because, just me tuning my own horn. Like I, I just felt like that way. I don't know. And yeah, and, and that's just you know just doing things that we like and, and doing a show that, that we that we like to do. Um, how was your week? How, how was your weekend? My week. Oh, my week has been crap. <laughs> Yo, you're asking me this on a Thursday, so I'm like thinking like, what did I even do this week? Um, it's been solid. I'll say that it's been solid. What have I done? Um. Not much. I guess not much. This whole working schedule just got me, you know, working yeah. and doing things. And um, did anything good happen? No. Oh, everything. Been you didn't standard, do anything for Halloween? Week. You didn't do anything for Halloween? Oh, Halloween. Oh, bro. I dressed up as Vegeta. Well, I um, never. I did not see pictures of this on, on Instagram or anything. But it is on Instagram, so that shows you. It is on Instagram. Um, I should, the, I, uh, the algorithm must have I, fucked me up. I didn't put it on my Instagram story, but oh. I did put it on Instagram. So I dressed up as Vegeta, but I didn't do like Saiyan suit Vegeta. Yeah, I did the pink shirt Vegeta from the beginning of the Trunks. Oh, saga. I saw that. That's Batman, the Batman shirt. I did see yeah, that. Yeah, that's the Batman shirt. See, so that was that was Vegeta. So I did that. That was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> ate a lot of my niece's candy. Um, <laughs> also that. Um, what about you? How do you celebrate your Halloween, bro? Um, I'm never, I've never been like a big Halloween person. And, Me um, neither. I, I don't like to dress up, but I like the the feel. I like the culture of it. I like the evilness of, of Halloween. <laughs> of so, of course, obviously, I did my 31 Days of Horror marathon the whole month of October. So, I just pretty much sat in the house and watched movies all night. Like oh, I, I, mean, That's what I enjoy the most about the, the, the whole I, thing. I, I definitely was watching... Tuesday night SmackDown, of course. Of course, know. we have <laughs> so that live. we have to watch that so that we can review. You know, if we can talk about it on this show. I also watch SmackDown, and of course, we're going to get to that uh, during the show. But before, that's I mean, perfect segue into our first segment of the show, which is No Holds Barred. Uh, we have this. I mean, obviously, our weeks were were pretty pretty hectic, but no week was more hectic than the WWE in the past seven days. Yeah, it just shit just pretty much blew up. Um, I I think the first thing we we have to get to um, on today's show is fall cleaning. Uh, There were three talents that were released last Friday. Uh, Emma, Darren Young and Summer Rae were released on Friday uh, to some to shock to the shock of some and, and, you know, the the non surprise of many. What do you think about these releases? Um, in terms of Emma, I'd say that was probably the only one that was truly shocking, um, just because she's been out of the out of the three of them, she was the one previously used on television. So she she, despite not having a strong role entirely on um, Raw, she was used in terms of storyline to help progress. She was in a big angle with Oscar and all this stuff. So. Um, 
usually I would think that I, I, w- I would attribute it to just, I don't know. I thought she would be unhappy and I thought it was maybe a mutual release in the beginning. Just something just like, you know, I'm not happy here. I want to go. But apparently it looks like they just let her go. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, and I mean, and I, I guess we'll get to it in long form, but, but I, I'll get to let, let's get to Emma at last. Let's sure. just kind of go through um, the other two. Uh, like Darren Young hasn't been on TV and I want to say a year and a half. Uh, he had a yeah. he had a really bad knee. Is it a knee injury? I want to say it's knee or shoulder. I want to say shoulder too, but I feel like he already had a shoulder injury, yeah. and maybe I'm just we're just rehashing. But he's definitely had. He's. I would say I guess he's been sort of injury prone in terms yeah. of in the in the last couple of years because he's been sidelined by two major injuries. Yeah. Um, but Let's he was see. he was always an ambassador for the company, being the first uh, openly gay wrestler on the roster. On the roster, yeah. Right. And um, he he served as an ambassador for their bullying program, and he did a lot of really good philanthropic things for them. Um, he was the night before he was released. He did something for the WWE. The Clippers had WWE night. Yeah. And he was there with Becky Lynch and um, Enzo Amore. Yeah. So it's kind of, that was also surprising in terms of that they just, I mean, it's not surprising. I could see them saying, hey, we need to, you know, cut uh, some fat and we just need to get rid of some superstars. Yeah. But not after they did just something really cool and awesome the night before. I, I, and two I don't know. Of the three the, of them, two of the three of them had been doing things for the company the in, yeah the intel the intel on that is weird in terms of just like hey let's book this guy for an event we're doing wwe night at the clippers which is something mainstream that people can get behind and then he said oh the next day he's actually gone like clipped so i don't know the intel's kind of bad on that part i, I, I think a else. lot of these i think a lot of these in these situations were probably done on the hr side and the creative side probably had no clue what was going on Right or talent relations? Yeah, or talent something. relations had no clue that it was a gonna it was gonna happen. I I know that people want to blame WWE and say that it was it was petty, but that that happens at every job where it's like right they'll you know HR and it comes from a mandate from from up top to the bottom, and it's like they they don't really know. So I can't really blame them. But uh, Darren Young, I I don't know what his future is. Or what do you think his future is after this? Just indie star, just guy on the indies, WWE name, wrestling. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't see him coming up with any, unless he's like secretly creative and comes up with a character or something. I don't really see it beyond that. I see him as just one of those WWE guys on the indies. It's just like he's a name. You wouldn't put him on your card because he's a name. He's been recognized yeah. by, you know, hundreds of thousands and millions of people around the globe, and you know, it's a good name to have. It's, not, it's, not really a, a stellar in-ring guy to me no i mean he i think he worked hard yeah don't get me wrong but in terms of um especially in the primetime players sort of area i think he worked really really hard but it just never just like it just never came came through in terms of the screen he never connected yeah so it was kind of it was kind of yeah like the bob Backlund thing uh was a year ago um was was, it was painful it was painful that was a head scratcher bro yeah I didn't get it. Bringing back Bob Backlund. But they again. did try. Like, I, I do feel as though they tried. They tried, yes. Yeah, they really did try with, with Darren Young. And, and you, know, I, all, you know, all power to him. Uh, hopefully he finds something good next. I think he'd probably be a really good actor. I thought his promos were always really nice. Um, Summer Rae. And this was something that no one was really surprised about. And this was something that, you know, a lot of, a lot of dirt sheets said was, was really a, a matter of when and not, not if. 
But uh, Summer Rae was also released. She had been out for, we haven't seen Summer Rae in, I want to say, almost two years. Yeah, since pretty much the last um, Superstar draft, since the WWE draft. You haven't seen her since shortly after she hasn't competed. Yeah. Um, So she was initially drafted to, I believe, Raw. Raw. I I could be wrong. It was Raw because I think she was starting a a feud with Sasha for a second. Uh, So to me, I'm a... I'm a big mark for Summer Rae just off screen in terms of everything on Snapchat, everything on Instagram. I think she's great social media wise. Yeah. Um, we all have a lot of, I guess we have the same interest in music. Um, she just very cool. She just seems cool off, like just a cool person in general. So I'm going to guess I'm a mark for that. Um, in terms of in ring, I think she had something to offer um, because I know her in-ring style isn't necessarily all about the moves and things, but there's a lot of theatrics that come with it. Yeah. There's a lot. It, it reminded me more of, like, it would have worked possibly better in the Attitude Era. There was a lot of theatrics that come with it. A lot of, you know, screaming, yelling, pulling, a lot of postures, uh, posturing. <laughs> posturing. Um, a, lot of, a lot of that. I think she, she could have... The role that she had with Rusev um, in that brief storyline, I think if anyone that came out a winner in that sort of storyline, it was Rusev for um, what he did. Yeah. I mean, no, it was Summer, sorry, Summer Rae. It was Summer they, Rae I, think, I, I think they were both great. I think they just got, got like, Lana was lost there. I think that ruined, that hurt Lana. Lana was lost. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Ziggler, so I'm just never going to, you know, yeah. sorry for Ziggler. But um, definitely... Yeah, definitely Summer Rae. I think she came out a winner in that one. She's got the biggest um, I, upside. I think out of all the releases, she's got the biggest upside. I mean, Maxim featured her heavily in a, a couple months ago in their issue. Yeah. She gets regular modeling gigs. It looks like she's about to start acting. Like, I think yeah, Summer Rae has... Be fine. Yeah, she's going to be fine. She didn't... She she was preparing for this. And yeah. we could tell that she was preparing for this. I think a lot of people were just wondering when they were just going to just let her go. But, Pretty much. But um, with Emma, again, coming back around to Emma, I, I it perplexed me at first, you know, and as reports have come out from Justin Barrasso at, uh, at Sports Illustrated that, that Emma had some heat backstage from, uh, you know, just uh, her, her her social media complaining. That is like a lot of the creative didn't like that she would complain on social media a lot, which is odd because Nia Jax complains on social media all the time. And oh. she, <laughs> Also, they made it a storyline, kind of. Like, they included her social media, you know, Tweets. her social media presence in the storyline. So, yeah. for me, at least in terms of that realization, I could see that you get in heat backstage because of your tweets. I feel like a lot of people, that's not something foreign. That's not something that doesn't happen. But I don't buy it as, like, the reason why she was released. Yeah. Like, I, I don't necessarily... Because they made it part of a storyline. Like, they'll give Emma a chance. She Every week, she tried to, you know, get over another trending topic. And it just sort of, I don't know if that was maybe a rib on her, but its it just felt weird that being sort of a reason like, hey, we didn't like your tweet, so we're going to release you. Especially when she had so much to offer. And you see in the Oscar thing, the Oscar, the brief Oscar program that she definitely did. Yeah, she, you know? she gave Oscar, and we'll get to Oscar on Raw um, a, a bit later, but like she, she really gave Oscar that... Like I, I and I'll turn around and say this this week. Like she, she really, she not made Oscar, but she kind of got her ready for the type of matches that she's going to be having. Where she can't have those NXT matches anymore. She, she made her main roster ready. Right. 
And um, I and and I think you know you never really got a sense that WWE gave Oscar the 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 chance that she really needed. Like just look at all of the Emma? forms of yeah Emma, where it's like you know it was the silly Emma with the bubbles, and then she teamed up with Santino, and that was a death right there. And then right. she did you know the whole weird incident about her shoplifting, and then she went right back to NXT. The shoplifting is really what I think got her. I feel like they legitimately thought. Because this was in the early NXT days. Yeah. Um, I feel like they legitimately thought that would work on the main roster. Yeah. And they weren't sure. There wasn't the quite distinction now where it's like, oh, something's going to work in full sale and it might not work on the main roster. I don't think there was that sort of realization as of yet um, that, like, we still had. You know, a lot of actually a lot of gimmicks in that early NXT didn't really work on the main roster. Now uh, Adam Rose, <laughs> Adam Rose, um, the Bo Dallas thing, which was huge and full sale, didn't really work on the, the Ascension main roster. The fucking the Ascension. Ascension. Yeah. So I think that it was part of that process where they thought it was going to work and then it ended up not working. Yeah. Um, but I really think that she was initially re- released for like a day. Or and then they brought a her back. Hours yeah, a couple hours. After- after the after the whole you know shoplifting incident, but I feel like that was also a terrible idea to do that. But she <laughs> she has a she has a lot of supporters. I think she has a lot of supporters. I think everyone realizes that she's a strong talent. I think she can go anywhere now and be the cornerstone of any division, whether it's indies or she goes to you Shimmer, know, Impact Stardom. Or, yeah, I think she's she's solid. I think it's this is more. I feel like this is more like a Gail Kim situation where it's like, you know, your trash is our treasure. You didn't treat her right. We're going to show you the full extent of everything moving forward. I think it's a I think it's a good it's a good coup for the independent, you know, the independent community to get her as a female roster. It's someone with a big name. As many, you know, men that have been released, we haven't had any females you know, predominantly wrestlers that have been released and gone to the independent scene and made a bigger name for themselves. Um, so I think it's a it's a good grab. It's a good grab. Speaking of social media, and I guess we'll touch on this a little bit. Uh, knuckle, a professional knucklehead Leo Rush had a, a, a very weird, very weird kayfabe tweet that he's since deleted. Uh, talking about Emma's release, where it's where he basically says something like, "This is what happens when you're not ready for Oscar." And it, that blew up on Friday, way bigger yeah. than her, her release. It kind of took the attention away from her release and put it all on him. Um, what, yeah. did you, what did you feel about that? I felt like um, I see where his intention was. I think he's a mark. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and it's probably taboo for an actual mark to call another wrestler a mark. But I feel like he was just being sort of a mark about it. And he was just like, I think he wanted to do something lighthearted, but it didn't really come out that way. And I think it's part of... You don't really diss somebody who's um, who's just lost their job. I think it's probably the timing was the worst thing about it and just the lack of respect because Emma had so much respect backstage for everything he does and you're kind of making a joke about it because this is more than just, you know, a storyline now, I guess. This is more, yeah. this is someone's livelihood. This is someone food off their table. How are they going to sort of bounce back from this? And it's all a bunch of questions. Um, we typically don't make jokes about releases in that sort of way, but I feel like he definitely was trying to get something lighthearted started it just it was just bad bro it's yeah, just he, bad I, I wouldn't have done it his apology was even worse where it's like you know i'm sorry if you were offended that type of social media apology sorry if you were offended i'm not really you know gonna gonna take it back and then he says my myself and the wwe we wish you the best in your future endeavors and i was like this motherfucker is really crazy 
<laughs> I feel like someone should have someone should have at least I mean if they if they asked him to issue an apology regarding it or maybe he took it upon himself to issue an apology I think it, he should have definitely it should have definitely gone through WWE yeah. somehow before he did that because I mean um, you had you had Peyton Royce going at him you had Bray Wyatt going at him you had Kevin Owens sending shots at him uh, fucking Jack Gallagher like all these people were going at Leo Rush and I'm like that is not a good way to start your career and you haven't been on one takeover yet and you've jobbed twice right. <laughs> in NXT so it's gonna far be, he's gonna be doing that a lot I'll be <laughs> just, he's gonna be doing that a lot for the foreseeable time I think eventually because he is so talented that eventually that will sort of rise through I mean everyone goes through their sort of things I'm not you know I don't hate Leo Rush for the thing he said because I kind of get what he was trying to do it was just terrible decision making at all i think it's more just lack of maturity or something along those lines yeah um i think it was it's a case of that and maybe that comes with time and he's learned a lesson now and he he won't forget it um but i think eventually talent will shine through with him i think he's a he's a good talent for the wwe and eventually he will get back to where he's supposed to be yeah and it'll kind of blow over um we shall see uh, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, the next, the next news point uh, I want to get to: uh, Raw and SmackDown ratings sync for Halloween. I think we both called this last week. Uh, it, yeah. It's just a tough week to do Raw and SmackDown. Um, I think they'll bounce back, but I mean, I really, I think they tried to stack those cards. Um, well, I at think, least Raw. I think we're starting to see the um, the slump in terms of all the sports coming back. There's yeah. basketball. There's there's baseball. I guess baseball just ended. Um, there's baseball, there's football, and everything going on. I think we're starting to see the slump in ratings. Yeah, and we've had record low viewership for Raw last year um, during but, this period too. But this has been a really strong period for them. I have to say, even with the NFL going on, people have been watching Raw. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's true. I, I think I think the slump is yeah. It's it's also Halloween. People are out trying to celebrate Halloween. Yeah, and and also but you I, had a game seven in World Series. You had a game six on Monday, game seven on on Tuesday. They, I mean, a lot. I know a lot of networks did reruns last night, and I feel like SmackDown could have. But the thing is, you you got to go full. You got to go full fledged on on Survivor Series, and we'll get to that in a second when we get to our show reviews. But they they really tried to stack these shows this week. Yeah, yeah, I could see it, but you know, it is what it is. Um, the next news point, uh, Raw 25, the 25th anniversary of Raw, which they actually got right here. Usually they get the, they get the anniversary uh, years wrong. Um, it's going to be a Barclays uh, next, top of next year, right? Uh, January, correct? Top of next year. I top believe it's January 22nd. 22nd. It will be at Barclays and the Manhattan Center. So they're doing dual shows at the same damn time. How's that going to work? <laughs> Dual telecast. That's all I'm assuming. It's just like a double telecast where they're broadcasting, you know, so and so from um, from the Barclays and so and so from the Manhattan Center, and maybe one will have a special event that the other doesn't. And, yeah. And it's, um, but yeah, I it's gonna, um, it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. I'm in, I'm wondering if I should go or not. I think you should <laughs> to go. Be honest, I think you should to go honest, to the the Barclays. But then it's like, which one? Go to I the Barclays. the Barclays Center is probably... That's going to be the real show. I feel like the Manhattan Center, since it's so small, it's going to be kept for like very small segments, maybe might interview segments. Might be an attraction. I mean, you might... I feel like we're going to... You might you might get a Shawn Michaels or Undertaker at the Manhattan Center. Yeah. Just considering they were the first... You know, they're, they're the two guys who were on the first episode of Raw that are still somewhat, you know, related to the WWE. Yeah. So you might get that, and but you might get, you know, 
you're gonna get the Raw and SmackDown superstars probably at the Barclays. And also, this is the uh, this will be the go home show for Raw for the Royal Rumble that week. For the Royal Rumble, so it'll be good. I, I feel like it's definitely the Barclays Center is probably the smarter ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm not really sure. But it looks good. It looks good. I'm glad uh, they're so far. This. So far, appearances will be as we just mentioned: Undertaker and uh, Shawn Michaels. Also, Bret Hart will be there. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash will be there, and I guess more will be announced. I feel like, yeah, I mean, who, who who else would you like to see at a Raw 25? Uh, I, I, I mean, I guess The Rock probably couldn't do it. Um, that'd be a nice little surprise. I, he might do a video, though. I, I think he'd do a video. Stone, I think he'll do a video. Stone Cold could do a video. I think Mick Foley should show up. Um, I think Stone Cold should show up. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, well, you know, if Stone Cold's so, he's so yeah, removed from I it. I know. Uh, yes. Rick Flair, Rick Flair, maybe. Rick Flair, likely. I think we we'll probably get maybe Trish Stratus, Lita. Yeah. Um. um I, I, Medusa, maybe. I think Medusa was on Raw. Medusa. Raw's um, Medusa was on the early Raws. Um, I think something big will happen on this Raw, though. Regardless of of anything, something big will happen going into Royal Rumble. I think. I think we're after Survivor Series, we're, we're full speed ahead to mm-hmm. Mania season. So I, I think there will be a big angle at that time that's going to go I on. I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I like it. And our last point bit of news is Triple H uh, joined the Shield yesterday at a live event overseas in Europe. Uh, they were facing, I believe, Bray Wyatt, Sheamus, and Cesaro with uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and special guest Triple H because, of course, uh, Roman Reigns is still out from viral meningitis. Um, what did you think about this? Did you think this is something that they should have they should promote because they promoted it on all of their social channels? No. Well, yeah. Well, uh, on the social network, yeah. I think it's just you can't get anything to escape. Yeah. from social media anyway so it's not like you, you you can only you know i think you only you sort of centralize it and it becomes a wwe focused story instead of a story that's kind of driving itself yeah but um i think it was cool kind of but then it's like <laughs> just after seeing kurt angle do it then it's like triple h and like who's gonna don Who Roman gonna Reigns do that? best next i i gotta like, get i gotta shot i gotta give a shout out to triple h for for filling in for all of these guys who are out you know he did it uh yeah, in chile absolutely. he did it in chile uh two weeks ago for aj styles when he had to go to tlc and right. uh, he filled in for kevin owens after that and now he's filling in for roman reigns i i gotta give it up to the guy like he's he really is um coming out and and, and pulling through for these guys right now Right, those are three top. Those are three high caliber talents. You miss yeah. those from the show. You're missing. You're missing quite a bit. Yeah. Um. Even just not having Roman Reigns on the show, as as much as people boo Roman Reigns, it's kind of like a feeling where it's like, like it's it's a little bit lesser than what it is, and you kind of have to make up for it in a certain way. And we, we saw that on Raw in terms of how they're moving with Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that uh, it's a cool moment. I think people shouldn't, they, they're worried about kayfabe and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't think this is going yeah. to, I'm not, I'm not sure this is going to. Um, and it's overseas. Yeah, it's overseas. overseas. It's, it's it, not. It's a, it's a cool thing for overseas. They don't get a lot of WWE. They get it probably twice a year. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a cool thing. Oh, that reminded me that Raw is probably going to be taped next week, huh? Yeah, Raw is definitely going to be taped next week. They're in Ugh. they're in Europe for two weeks. Uh, if they thought the if they thought the ratings were bad this week, <laughs> oh, they're about to. We, well, yeah. we know that. We already knew that. But speaking of Raw. Let's uh, let's get right into the show. I I think we're gonna do this a little bit different. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the biggest points from the show. How yeah, do you like let's that? Do that? 
this week on Raw, we had a couple of big returns. Uh, I, I think I got a we I got a clue of who was coming earlier this week, and I, I pretty much put it out there. But we got a return from pretty much everyone. Uh, I, I'll just name off everyone. Stephanie McMahon came back. Jo- yes. JoJo is back. Bo Dallas JoJo's is back. back. Uh, Samoa Joe is back. Nia Jax is back. And uh, Braun Strowman, of course, is back. Right. Big, big return. Did I miss anybody? Um, you forgot, you know, on SmackDown over Tom Phillips is back. Oh, Tom Phillips. Well, well I was going to get to SmackDown, but yeah. yeah we're um, get to SmackDown, but now SmackDown. SmackDown, Tom Phillips is back. But yeah, it's a, it's a, listen, it was a night, great night for returns. I think it's a lot of, um, people who were missing from the show. Um, it, it's, it, it kind of, you know, it was a bit scrambled before, but now we're putting the pieces together, moving in a Survivor Series. And I think a lot of things make a lot more sense. And now there's context and all this other stuff. So I think we're, we should be moving forward. What was the most um, important return, I, I think, other than Stephanie? Obviously, Stephanie came back um, on, on Raw in the beginning of the show to basically run down Kurt Angle, because what else does she do but run down uh, male talent that can't actually get back at her? Um, right. And say and basically announced that Kurt Angle was going to be the team captain for Team Raw, which at the end of the episode still only had one member on it. But I, we'll get to I, that in a second. I really think, yeah, with that one, yeah, I have my own conspiracy about that. Yeah, what's your conspiracy about that? Oh, my conspiracy is they're still waiting for Roman. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course, I, of course. I and I, and we and uh, I think a couple of of uh, reporters have already reported what they believe the match is going to be, and it's looking like it's shaping out to be the uh, to be the participants in that. It's going to be a very babyface heavy Survivor Series. I'll say that much. Yeah, I'll but, say that. Yeah. But, um, I think that uh, Kurt Angle is, is team captain. How do you feel about that? I feel like it's a it's a good fit for Kurt Angle, especially getting him reacclimated to the ring. I think it's um I think if anyone's could replace Roman Reigns on the show, it is definitely Kurt Angle, so similar caliber of star yeah. to Roman Reigns. Um, I think it would look kind of the 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 rosters would look in terms of the roster representation for Survivor Series would look so so off kilter if they didn't have a big star like Roman Reigns on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or in the match. Um. Is it, and, and you know it's Kurt Angle, and it's you can work the least in that sort of match. You can, um, you can hide him behind a, tags. You can hide him. You can hide him in tags and an early elimination, possibly even even though he's fighting for his job. But <laughs> <laughs> he, and he's fighting Shane McMahon as well, who's on the other side. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But it, it's um. I think it's a. I think it's good. I think it's. You know, it's 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 a great thing. I think Survivor Series is shaping up to be a good show. I think they're really still waiting for Roman. I think we probably until the last show before we won't get that final member. But um, got to make sure the the meningitis is all out of system. Pour some tussing yeah. on that. Pour some tussing on that shit. Absolutely. Um, the next point I want to get to, um, Oscar Week Three. What do you think? Uh, Asuka had a uh, had a one minute squash match, <laughs> which a lot of people feel as though they should she should have done from the beginning. I th- kind of think feel as though she shouldn't have done it. I like because like I said last week, I feel like she should she should slowly start beating these women in shorter and shorter times. And I and I think uh-huh. that's the that's the greatest way to do it. It's like you Asuka took or, or Emma took you nine minutes, then it took you five. This jobber took you one minute. And next week right. we're going to do another one, and and I, and I think you should keep feeding her to people until they have a storyline for her. I, I think she's fine right now. So like so far she's fine. I, th- I I agree. I think it's I think she's fine doing these squash matches. I don't know if it's going to be squash matches through Survivor Series. Maybe she won't end up on the team. Maybe they're doing this thing where Oscar's outside of the Divas bubble until yeah. she's ready to get in. I um, like that. I would like that a lot. Want- 
they don't want her on the team necessarily right now, just, you know, just to not compromise her. Um, but, you know, I think it's, you know, Oscar week three looks good. Um, as long as the crowd continues to support, I think it should be fine. Yeah. And uh, I, I completely agree. Um, the next issue, and I think this is an overarching raw issue um, from this weekend, last week, we have a cane problem on Raw. <laughs> we have a very big cane problem on Raw. Big cane problem. Um, this I think that's week, probably what they want you to assume too. <laughs> this week, this week we have had we had over five segments with Kane, um, and just to go through a couple of things that he did, Kane came out after Finn Balor had a pretty good match against Cesaro, and mm-hmm. Tombstone Finn Balor. <laughs> <laughs> on the outside of the ring. <laughs> of course. And then Kane proceeded <laughs> to beat Seth Rollins clean <laughs> in the middle beat of the Seth ring. Seth Rollins clean. Don't 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 forget he killed Daniel Bryan. Oh oh no, that I'm going to get to that. That happened after. I'm, I'm going to get to that. And then, no, and then that happened it happened before. Oh that shit. Before. It, that it did before. happen. That it was did the happen first before. of the Kane problems. Um Daniel Bryan of- showed up uh to to Raw to basically say he didn't agree with what Shane was doing. Uh, Kurt Angle leaves him in. A, this is some Russell crap shit too. He this leaves is him some in a real room. shaky shit. <laughs> he leaves him in a. He leaves him in the locker room. Uh, the lights go off. He's clearly talking to no one on his phone, but the, they're using the phone to illuminate his face. Right, uh, then because Kane, he's clearly there's a white screen. Yeah. I'm sure he's like in his contacts with no one on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, bro. <laughs> Kane shows up and for, and this is the this is the best way to to I guess. Uh, hurt Daniel Bryan on camera is to have the lights completely out, and then he choked. Uh, I'm, I'm, I guess we're to believe that Daniel Bryan's overall is not like a fifty ever since he's retired. And uh, yeah, I think maybe they were trying to do it too, a little Halloween spooky action. Yeah, sure. With the whole darkness and you know the terrorizing of it all. You sure. Know, but. And, and then he chokes <laughs> Daniel Bryan and puts him out of commission, which I guess furthers the Survivor Series storyline again with Kane in it. And then he, uh, like I said before, he beats Seth Rollins clean. Then he destroys Dean Ambrose afterwards. And then yeah. we have that. That's that. And even on a show when Braun Strowman returns and has a huge angle at the end of the show, which I thought was great, Kane still doesn't get his comeuppance from TLC. What, I have a very. And here's my thing. Like, I know a lot of people are saying, okay, at least this week it was even with what Kane did. At least he wasn't just beating Finn Balor. He has a problem with three guys on the roster, four, four guys on the roster now. I don't mind that. My problem is that Kane is 50 years old. That's my That's problem. True. This guy is That's beating true. guys 20 years younger than him. I have, I, this, this is stuff. This is what you give Braun. And, and the thing is, it's like having, and I feel like it makes them look weak because Braun is going to beat Kane in like two seconds. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, but why? 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 I don't, I, I, this undermines I like- Braun. They're definitely they're definitely building Kane up to be fed to Braun. That's a, this is this is a, this is becoming abundantly clear to me that they're building up Kane to be fed to Braun. Um, I think they're using, you know, just part of the like. I don't agree with it. He is fifty years old. He shouldn't be, you know, part of this, you know, just thing. But I think Kane is such a recognizable name to them. Um, he's been there for twenty years. Everyone kind of knows Kane through the Attitude Era, through all the other eras. So they want. I think it's a. It's it's kind of like what they're doing with the Big Show, essentially, where there was like Big Show's a recognizable name. You know, let's have him against. Um, Strowman a few times, and I think we're going to get the same eventual match here. I think Braun Strowman's, you know, I guess his target right now is The Miz, and eventually he'll get to Kane. 
Um, I don't know when. When are these guys going to get their win back? Their wins back against Kane. That's my my issue right now. When are these guys going to get their wins nev- back? They will never get their wins back against Kane. I'll just be clear with you right now. They're not getting their wins back. Kane is a destructive monster currently, and that's what they're. That's the direction that they're going. Destructive with, monster looks like Jim Belushi with that fucking bet. <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. Like I'm. This is disturbing to me. Like I, I really think that. This could have been saved for somebody else. Like, why wouldn't you give Luke Harper on SmackDown these types of opportunities? Like, I think he would deserve that more than a Kane would. This is true. I think he would too, but I feel like, yeah, I could see what they're doing. I could see why. But when is this going to be? Here's my thing, Mills. When is this going to happen? They don't have a pay-per-view schedule next month. Um, like when when is when when are these people going to like when is Kane going to get his like I like I just don't get why you like they do this and we're going to get to this on SmackDown too they mortgage off their their prime faces and make them look stupid just for like a two week three week program and it just makes no sense. I don't to know me. if it's going to be two three weeks though. It looks like they're doing it for the long haul. It looks like it's going to be a lengthy. It's they're doing a slow burn towards a program. Like even Kane and Braun Strowman hasn't had much interaction since um, their TLC match, but you know it's going to happen eventually. Like you know they're going to be in the same place at the same time at some point and there's it's just building. I think they're going with long long term booking for this as much as it to the detest of all of us. That's no hilarious. One really wants to see Kane. <laughs> exactly. But they're, they're going with the long-term booking with this, and maybe it'll happen out on a Raw next month, or maybe it'll happen, you know, some. maybe they'll have a big, you know, house show or something along those lines. I don't know what they're into these days. But it looks like they're going to go with that. I, you know, I, 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 feel, I feel you, though. Trust me. Don't get me wrong. I feel you. I hate I it. I don't want Kane here. I hate it. I don't want uh, Kane here. Lastly, on Raw, Braun Strowman came back, destroyed, um, destroyed, the Miztourage, um, really good segment. Was, was it? <laughs> I liked the segment. I thought it was like a horror it was, movie. It was very over the top. Everything I, with Braun is over the top. It was very over the top from him rising from the garbage. And just, <laughs> he's rising the, from the booking. He's rising from the booking. Yeah, he's just rising from the garbage. First of all, a, when is a bag of garbage a calling card? Like in a room, like there's a bag of garbage in any room. When your name is XXX Tentacion, <laughs> when your name is XXX Tentacion, that's when it is. When is it? When it is like, wow, I found a garbage bag. Strowman must be back. Like he comes back. No one's, no one's selling the smell of this man <laughs> made from a fucking garbage can, and, <laughs> and he just comes back. Shout out to the Miz and everyone for just like overselling it and, and love the I, Miz. I love it. Love I the love Miz. the Miz crawl, trying to crawl away. It reminded me of the beer truck thing with Vince man trying yeah. to like swim through it just to oversell of that but it was just i would i would rather see this ms braun Strowman program long go longer than this kane and braun Strowman one that's eventually going to come I'll, I'll put this out in the air if it, if it doesn't happen i don't know when it'll happen um i i think that we're we might get ms we we really might get ms uh losing the title to braun Strowman. I don't know if they want to give him the Intercontinental title, but I could see where that's going on. I think they're trying to make history with Miz right now as being the longest-running Intercontinental champion of all time, and who, I think he's kind of close. Who beats Who beats, uh, who beats Miz? Who beats Miz for the Intercontinental Championship? Yeah. Uh, some rookie... Okay. I could see I could see a Jason Jordan eventually coming oh God. into his own. <laughs> oh God, and, no! <laughs> and winning it, no, like to be honest with you, I don't see Braun Strowman winning. Braun Strowman winning it, like oh my I, God. I can't I can't see him holding the championship and just taking on all comers. But I think um, I think eventually 
we get to Jason Jordan or I would say just Jason Jordan. That looks like the only sort of. Uh, I got to I got to stop you here. I got to stop you sure. here. And we're about to get the smackdown right now. Uh, Shane McMahon has just went on Twitter. And oh, this this breaking this, news. this this really gets us right into what I was going to talk about today. Um, or what we were going to talk about today on the show. Um, I like it. Due to Jinder Mahal's vicious attack on AJ Styles, he will defend the WWE Championship against AJ this Tuesday in Manchester on SmackDown Live. Ooh, ooh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I any don't chance know. we see a title change? No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. This is awful, and we're gonna get right into SmackDown uh, for for Let's this get week. Into the, yeah, to, into, right, so into Jinder I'm just talk. I'm just letting you know, just an update on The Miz. The Miz currently 503 days, so he has about 116 more days as the Intercontinental Champion before he becomes the longest reigning ever. So, you know, I think that's where they're going for, but let's get to SmackDown. And that'll be around Rumble time, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'll be around... After yes, February. Yes, that would. That'll be a little bit after the Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's cool. He he doesn't have much to do after that. I think have him lose then it. Then you at drop Mania. him, have it drop it at WrestleMania or yeah. something. Big moment. That'd be cool. Um, yes. Uh, I guess we, this goes right into SmackDown, and SmackDown also has a problem. They have a gender Mahal problem, and and we kind of touched on this, but um, just to skip Let's ahead talk on talk about it. Skip ahead on SmackDown, of course, as as Shane McMahon said in his tweet that just came out just now. Um, Jinder Mahal attacked AJ Styles on SmackDown after, and, and I and I originally said that we were going to get this match on TV, but after yeah. a handicap match with the with the Singh brothers, but it looks like they're going to hot shot it now. I'm very unhappy about this, uh, but again, you're mortgaging an AJ Styles win uh, or an AJ Styles match against Jinder Mahal because you have a Brock Lesnar match coming up, and you also just as as you've been feeding Jinder all of your baby faces, this is going to happen again. My wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. continue, continue, because I'm I'm a bit confused now in terms of the the booking of SmackDown, because <clears throat> it, originally we had AJ Styles versus Rusev for the final spot on the Survivor Series team, so now we have AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal on on the Raw. So I don't know if the whoever loses get the final spot or. It's kind of questionable now. Like, what are they planning to do? Are they planning to switch the title? I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing now, but it's it's kind of a question. I don't know. Yes, and, and like on SmackDown, it was announced uh, that. And sorry to make you lose your train of thought, but yeah, it's kind of I'm, I'm trying to trying to figure this one out. But yeah, I, I have um, no clue. Here's, here's that's my thing on, on SmackDown. Like, and, and this is my problem with SmackDown right now as a whole is is with this. Is that um, on this Tuesday's episode, we had a bunch of members of Team SmackDown that were revealed to join Randy yes. Orton. Uh, Shane McMahon is now the team captain. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Kevin Owens to get on the team. And Bobby Roode and Dol- Dolph Ziggler finally ended their fucking feud. And Bobby mm-hmm. Roode is going to on, on Team SmackDown as well. Um, but look. Th- this, this completely changes everything with, with SmackDown. Do you push Rusev and AJ back? Do you have AJ do this and lose this match clean or, or dirty or whatever and then have them go back to it to clash of the champions? What what happens here? There's a, there are a lot of things that can happen in SmackDown, but my issue is it all starts at the top, right. and that is that they have... And here's my thing with Jinder Mahal. Like when he won the title last summer, there were, I completely shot on it, and not because of who he was. 
not because of what it, not because of what it represented for India, but because I don't think gender is a great worker. And I've always said this. I've I've always said this. I said you guys are going to get a lot of really bad eight minute matches, and that is exactly what has happened since he's become champion. One hundred percent. I think he's a product of a previous era of WWE in terms of wrestling that is kind of like outdated with style. So for me, he's the product of the era that produced like, you know, everyone was kind of like a Randy Orton clone. Everyone was this like brash, young, arrogant, muscular um, guy. And you've had so many people who's followed that sort of thing after that. Dolph Ziggler followed that after a while. Um, Alex Riley is another one who comes to mind. A lot of people from those early NXT days, those are the guys who remind me of gender. I don't think gender's a great... I think gender works hard. I think I don't think he's a worker of the caliber to be able to carry these matches in this sort of period of, of, that we have now, this generation now, where quality is so important to the viewers and being authentic. A lot of people, I think, hate him just because they don't think he should deserve to be champion as opposed to hate him because he is a dastardly guy. Um, I think... But that works. The, that works for him. I, I think there that actually. Works. Yes, right, I think right. there that are works very too. less. That works similar. There are less people that complain about his his work rate than people that complain about him having the title. I don't give a sh- like. Great Khali was a champion at one point, and I was like saying the same shit. I'm like, this is. I understand why he's a champion. I get it. But you, you're, you're more like again, like you've you fed gender Shinsuke Nakamura twice, Randy Orton three times. You uh, and, and then you now you're about to feed him to AJ Styles. These are the top 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 guys on this show meanwhile you have ko you know circling the drain right now when he should really to to me should really be in contention for the title right now 100 percent. you kind of everything is sort of at a standstill and i think he's uh, put the show he's more, put the show at a standstill for almost eight months right i think it becomes mostly just because it, it becomes a business decision now. It's, it, this has become less of a, hey, this guy deserves it. Let's move on with a, a storyline program. This is less about stories. And I think this is more now about like a business decision that we're making. I think they have a large audience in India they want to cater to. And it, it shows. We've had Jinder Mahal, Jinder Mahal being champion is just one of the most viewed champion currently. Uh, when he brought back the great Kali, the YouTube views on that, just huge. They signed two new um, women from India um, just recently, and one was featured in the Mae Young Classic. You go look at her match in the Mae Young Classic, which she lost in the first round, versus all the other matches, and those views blow it out the water. I think they have a strong audience in India that they want to cater to, and it becomes now, all right, so are we catering to this audience now in India? Or are we doing the right thing in terms of just progression, progressing forward? I think they want to hold this time and say, hey, this is gender's time for now. We have this set schedule, and eventually this is going to, you know, it's going to cap off eventually. Do I think he'll be champion after this run? I don't think so. No, um, absolutely I think, not. I think um, unless something weird happened. I don't know. There's two brands now, so it's kind of, it's kind of like up in the air of who can be champion, who can not I, be. I wouldn't mind him having the U.S. title. He can have that. I don't. I wouldn't mind him being true. a tag. I wouldn't mind him being a tag champion. I wouldn't mind him being anything. But when you have a when, when your SmackDown shows are as empty as an Impact show, you got to right. think about what your impact to India is doing to your impact on the the, the U.S. Like people aren't I, paying tickets to go see this guy. 
This is true. But I, I don't know. I feel like the dollar, I think they want to establish that strong base in India. I know they're going to India pretty soon. I even feel like this Brock Lesnar match is sort of doubling down on that fact. Brock Lesnar is one of the biggest acts in the world. He is the most, he's the strongest draw WWE currently has, and it's been proven for the last number of years. And just having Jinder Mahal in this match with Brock Lesnar is just, you're combining the worlds. You're saying, hey, this is our biggest attraction, and this is another big attraction. We're going to, even if, Gender isn't as big of an attraction as Brock Lesnar. We're going to make him a big attraction. Yeah. We're going to make it seem like he. This is a big attraction because this is Gender Mahal versus Brock Lesnar. But they're even shitting. They're champion. even shitting on that. Whereas you have you have Paul Heyman comple- completely eviscerating Gender, and then he doesn't even bring any of that up. He doesn't even talk about it on on the shows. It's like Gender should be cutting promos saying, "I am the champion." I am here every week. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've beaten Shinsuke Nakamura. I've beaten Orton. I've right. done it. But in, in his own delusional way, they're not even doing that for him. Like, he just... I, I, yeah. I think they really... He's really sticking to the script. I think considering how they want this sort of reign to go, they're really... He's really being... I'm, I don't say he was, like, under the microscope, but I think they're really, like giving him this sort of rigid path and just saying like, Hey, follow this. Like we're doing all this, follow this, stay on the sort of that sort of track. Um, we're, how can I say this? Um, I think they're just carefully orchestrating his entire reign because they're seeing the, the, the product of this and they don't want him to go too far off because it's, it's not really that rain. I, see, I could see a Kevin Owens in that sort of fact. Maybe he can go off course. Maybe he can do things. Maybe he can bring up certain stuff. But with Jinder Mahal with such so much, you know, equity built in him currently right now that they don't want to r- sort of risk that. I also think he's not that good. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's also it's also a case of not being that good, not being able to sort of do that. You had Steve Austin, who's able to who who's a, who's good on the mic, who's able to do it and handle it, and was very. He was very. He he knew what his character was. Yeah. He lived the life of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He didn't. He wasn't just playing a character on TV, which I think gender is essentially. But he <laughs> was real. He made sure that like him and Stone Cold were one, and he understood Stone Cold Steve Austin's motivations. He he was very protective of his character and what he should do and what he shouldn't do and all that stuff. I don't think gender is. And you at have that gender thing. making. You have gender making Asian Asian jokes. Uh, yeah. In last summer. Like it's just it's just a big dissonance between his character. He's been like three different characters in the last six to eight months. Like it's it's been crazy. This is true. Um I think I think where this goes now, um I think either he gets DQ'd on Tuesday or he he cheats to win. I'm, I'm I don't even know why I'm saying cheats to win. He wins his his, his regular way. Here's, um, here's what I here's my and of course, no conspiracy about this. Um, here's my here's my thoughts about this match, and I brought it up in the. You're talking about we're talking about the AJ match. We're talking about the AJ match. No, the I'm AJ talking about the AJ match. match. The yeah. match with AJ on Tuesday, and here's yeah. my conspiracy regarding this. And I brought it up in the chat. And um, is this a response to? And you know, stop me if I'm going too wild crazy. Is this match now a sort of knee jerk response in terms of a terrorist attack? Um, You're on, right. You did in say New that. York City yeah. in New York City on Monday. Yeah. Or so I'm. Or sometime this week at least. It's. I don't know because it's a similar thing that happened to another hot you know commodity that they had a couple of years ago in um, Muhammad, Muhammad Hassan, Hassan mm-hmm. where. 
um, they were. It, it looked like he was going to become world champion, whether he was ready or not. He was going to become world champion, and then the terrorist attack happened in London. The London bombings happened on July seventh, two thousand. I believe it was two thousand five, um, and that completely derailed it. And not only did it derail it, it just got his character completely out. Um, I don't know if this is a sort of response to that. It's, it's Muhammad, kind of, Muhammad was a lot more inflammatory than Jinder is. Jinder is one hundred percent. Jinder wasn't really going for that. I get what you're saying, but um, Jinder isn't going for that. Like he's not going for that character anymore. I feel like if this happened last summer, he was it was going to be go off of him immediately. Orton would have won right. the Punjabi prison match. But right. um, I, I get but what you're saying. Do they become more careful now with him? In I think so. To this? I think so. I think they become careful. I still don't think AJ's beating him on Tuesday because I don't think they. And unless unless AJ has built up such an equity with himself that they will give him the belt to go against Brock Lesnar, realistically, Brock Lesnar, I, that'll be a great match. I, I know, <laughs> I know. Realistically, he would give Brock a really good eight minutes. I think. Right, but, and then maybe a Starcade. Gender gets it back, and everyone, and then you know, everyone's happy after. And, they, <laughs> and they're still. I think it's still Rusev Nakamura Gender. I think of that, but um. I, 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 my thought is that this is going to lead to some some screwy finish that they're, they're going to lead them to have a special guest referee in that match on, on at a Survivor Series. I think that's what I think that's what this is building to. I think that's I what this is that. building to. It's going to have a screwy finish, and then Shane um, is or, or Shane idea, or, or somebody. Territory. Yeah, and, and I think it's going to lead to some type of fucked up finish where it makes AJ kind of look strong, and AJ is going to be looking for his. He's gonna look for his 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 rematch at Clash of Champions, but they're gonna make sure that Jinder has a special guest referee that so that he can't cheat um, during the the Survivor Series match because I'm pretty sure he's either gonna get DQ'd or he's gonna they're gonna need an enforcer I think for that match and just to make it right. bigger because you can't just have Jinder fucking Mahal in that match. I don't know who's gonna be a special guest referee. I'm, as, as days go on, I'm starting to think less and less that it will be Cena. But because I'm, I really, I'm really gunning for, and I'm really saying that I think Jinder is getting Cena at WrestleMania. But um, I again, I, I'm a little bit less optimistic about him having it to WrestleMania than you are, Mills, because of the the simple fact that he's run through everybody. Like he right. he has nobody left after AJ, and I think it has to be AJ to be the one that that, that does it. I think you have him be Jinder, have everybody in the back come out, put him on their shoulder, put him on their shoulders. You finally did it, and then have Nakamura look like you motherfucker, like you did what you know did what I couldn't, and have kind of Nakamura get like a mean streak. I don't know where that leads to the to the rumble. I I, I know that, like, and I've always said this. I think it's going to be AJ Gender at either Clash of Champions or Rumble, or they're going to just do it at Rumble and, and get it out the way, and then have Gender blame Cena for all of his 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 problems that have happened since Survivor Series. I think that's a good story for Gender because he has he hasn't think, faced any adversity yet. I think we now, um, I guess. With this AJ Styles series of matches, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be you know interesting to look at because AJ Styles is probably the best worker in WWE right now, and he's made everyone look great. Um, will it have the same effect on gender in terms of they can make this a long term program with some sort of now they can build the fact that you know this guy is a capable wrestler that it isn't just you know um, the it isn't just the Singh brothers coming in and, you know, interrupting this match. It, maybe it is the first time, but maybe he eventually becomes a capable wrestler. AJ Styles is one of the best in the world right now. And, you know, you have a chance now to put that part of gender over if you go through this Clash of Champions feud and maybe even leads to the Royal Rumble and things of that nature. But, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to look at. I would I would keep close to this AJ Styles, Jinder Mahal feud. 
And so, I yeah. and I and I think the perfect bow for 2017 for AJ is to have him win win that title back. But um, just going back, going through SmackDown now, pretty good show, I have to say. Um, pretty good. Yeah. I, I liked SmackDown this week as far as the Halloween episode. I thought the New Day were great in their um their their whole uh, costume thing. Right. Uh, you had uh, Kofi as Brother Love. You had uh, Xavier as Jimmy Hart, and you had Biggie as Akeem, <laughs> the Dream, the African Dream, the African Dream. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was great. Um, they, they're doing a lot. And I just want to really just talk about Rusev. They're doing a lot of great stuff with Rusev. I think they're finally catching on to what makes him great. He's you, he's hilarious. Let loose a little. Did you notice in the promo that he had uh, backstage with Shane when Shane announces uh, Rusev versus AJ? He said, I just put a big L. And he said, I put a big L on Big E's uh, win-loss record. Um, he says, how elated are you? And remember a couple weeks ago, Renee this said so elated. Funny. He said elated and he said, I don't know. I don't know what elated means. I don't know what that means. And now he's starting to use elated in, in all of his sentences. He, yeah. He used it in the New Day segment too. The one with New Day. He was like, I'm elated. Yeah, something along those lines, but I'm elated. But it's it's just, I feel like this is a good opportunity. He's, he's, he's loosening up a little bit. I feel like um, a lot of Rusev's feuds over the past couple of years have been this sort of high-profile feud, and it doesn't allow him to be, you know, sort of loose because he's playing the foreign guy. Yeah. He's just playing just the foreign guy who's evil. You know, I don't like this country. Bulgaria, Bulgaria, Bulgaria. And he isn't able to get his sort of character a little bit loose. Rusev is a really funny guy. Rusev is a really expressive guy. When he sells, I've noticed this from the beginning, actually from his first feud with Big E, which came a couple of years back when he first was introduced. Yeah. He's really expressive when he sells. Like, he's really expressive. He's really funny. Um, so I think we're going to get a lot more of that, and he's eventually going to become a likable character because Rusev is amazing. But, you know what? Shout out to Rusev Day apparently working. Yeah, oh, uh, him, he... With this Aiden English Aiden thing. English is great. I, and listen, I had no high hopes for this guy. This guy has literally gotten over for me. I like, medium hopes for him. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm a champion of like the inner, like the undercard. Like I think Primo has something in him. Oh my God. <laughs> You're crazy. It's been untapped yet, but go ahead. Simon, Simon Gotch was really holding him back. I'll agree with that now. But um, I thought that was a great tag team though. I, I hated them. it was them. a great tag team. I hated them. I, I thought it was great. I was there in Brooklyn Live when they won the tag team championships. I thought it was a great tag team. But yeah, I, I think that I, I really do think that um, Rusev is, is probably one of my favorite characters on SmackDown right now. I'm OK with him not having a, uh, you know, not having a high profile feud as long as they're giving him something fun to do. And I think a right. New Day feud is really is really a good way to show off his comedic chops. And I mean, hey, top of 2018, he could really become a face. I think that's that's think that's where we're yeah. going with him. He is it's him becoming a face. Be, I think he could also become a contender. I feel like they've they've been hovering him around this territory where he, he isn't quite the contender yet. When they brought him to SmackDown, he was supposed to challenge. He wanted initially to challenge for the championship, which yeah. I guess they nixed that because they were like, we're going all full speed gender. For gender, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and they nixed that, but it's, um, I think he could become a contender as well. I think he's, he's, you know, he's building up himself. He's building everything is sort of clicking with Rusev in the ring. Um, once he gets to the character, and mind you, become- mind you, but just 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 not even to get off gender or, or not gender, but get off Rusev. But I, I, you know, who else I think is clicking right now, which is really crazy. And I, and I say I say it all the time. Like I really cannot believe this guy is still over and people still love him. Shinsuke is still over. 
Oh, I thought he was about to say Sin Cara. No. Um, <laughs> Shinsuke still, but Sin Cara got over it. And I don't talk about Brand Corbin a lot because I feel like they've completely booked him into a shit corner. But Sin yeah. Cara was over this this episode. But Shinsuke is le- legitimately one of, I think, the top two or three guys there. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, you can't shake him in terms yeah. of that. Just, his, he has it. He has the personality. He has the charisma. And his matches are he, getting pretty good too. Yeah, he's, he's doing well. Um, in the ring, outside of the ring, I think he's just a persona. He's just some. He's every every time he steps out, it's a moment. Every match he in is a moment. I think you you can't. It, it's something that you can't necessarily. When you know you know Shinsuke Nakamura is a big deal. That's yeah. when, you, when you see him, you know it's a big deal. And now you already um, know. Like it, it, he had in SmackDown was in my my hometown on Tuesday. Right. It was in Norfolk. When Shout they when Norfolk. they when they're when they're doing the chant, you're you're good. I love it. I love it. I love seeing all those black people in the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a very, it's a black, it's a black city. It's a very black. Yeah, city. I was like, I was like, because at least looking from TV, I've, I've seen every other town, and it's just you know, just as, you know, see, uh, it's good to see a good amount, just a good diversity, good mixture, good everything going on. See, there, it's more than just wrestling fans. As a black wrestling fan, I feel you know, I feel like a lot of times we feel like we're not catered to in terms of just like they'll have like this big star and you have like a John Cena who's like the biggest star in the country, yeah. and then they'll go for this like Latino star and they'll say like, hey, Rey Mysterio, we're going for you, <laughs> or, or Alberto Del Rio, and it's like, but what about the black guys? Like, we don't need a big black star to. <laughs> to come through and just say like represent us like us as a country like we you know everyone's you know hoping big e is that guy but i feel like we need that guy to represent us too like that's wild you know, we're, we out here too we watching too it's a wild tangent you just went on i, I fucked with I, it though i feel yeah i feel i've been i've been holding that in for a while <laughs> but um last point on smackdown i think i think more than more than survivor series we're starting to see a clash of the champions card potentially fill out um, what are, what are you thinking about Clash of Champions being headed up by AJ Styles versus um, Jinder Mahal, obviously, uh, Charlotte versus um, Natalia, obviously. Yeah, I like think it. Natalia will have the belt by then after Starcade. I will say I that. I think so too. Um, and then you have the Usos and Shelton Benjamin and um, Chad Gable, and I think those are the three at the top. And I think I don't think Baron Corbin is facing Sin Cara at that show. I'll no, go. Probably not. I'll go out on a limb and say that I think Baron could possibly be facing Ty Dillinger, or he could be, or he could probably be facing Bobby Roode at that show. I think we just open. I just, I say, I just say, open the floodgates for a new challenger. Give you a Bobby Roode, maybe a triple threat match with Bobby Roode and Ziggler, maybe a fatal four way match, yeah. something, just something different. I, you know, I, I don't see, but you know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Sin Cara grabs the belt. Sin Cara, they're pu- they're going heavy with Sin Cara. They're pushing him because uh, Sin Cara has Reebok. Sin Cara signed his. Apparently, he got this new contract. Yeah, like he re-signed with WWE, and in his clause is just like, like I get a push. Yeah, <laughs> like which is amazing. I was like, who's your agent? Because I need to hire them, or anybody like Sting needed that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. The guy. I'm not mad at it. Get your coin, bro. Come on. He sells like, merch. Listen, put it in the. Put it in the contract. Say I get merch. I get my own Reebok shoe. I get a push. Like, who, who does it? Who handled that? <laughs> yeah, I, I. I'm cool with it. I'm. I'm all right I'm with it. 100 cool with it. Um, but yeah. with the hands. But yeah, that was that was but, SmackDown. Anything else you want to talk about on the show? 
Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I did... I'll be honest, I didn't hate the two out of three falls match. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. Honest. I'm glad it's yeah. over. I didn't hate it, though. Um, yeah, I didn't hate I, it. I like the finishing sequence. Um, I like the... The I guess the authenticity of a fall happening during the commercial break, which I guess is like it's a real thing that could happen. <laughs> yeah, but you know they did that because they didn't have time to actually show the whole match. One hundred percent. It was a very short. It was a very short two out of three falls. It happened match. picture in picture. I think I think some people in Canada didn't even see it. No, <laughs> like, that's funny as hell. Um, but yeah, it's a you know good show. Big yeah. E versus Rusev, also a good one. Right, Go but ahead. that's a good that's the match to watch. And I will also I will also say, uh, watch Shinsuke versus KO. I think they've been cir- they've kind of been circling having that one four star match, but for yeah. a, a quick TV match, it was really good for a, for a main event. Um, did you watch NXT yesterday? I did watch NXT. I kind of I kind of like skimmed through it. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but I did watch NXT. Good good I episode. Good good tight episode. Um. Some really good story progression happened uh, on this episode. I think the biggest yeah. the biggest thing that happened on this episode was War Games. It's War finally games. announced. God, I can finally did I finally won't feel bad about it. Did you see them. the pop in that crowd? They My were, God, they lost their shit. They were going nuts, and I I would not have popped at all because I don't like War Games as a as a. Uh, Nah, I've never been a fan. <laughs> I've never been a fan. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is kind of stupid. But oh, I, ironically enough, uh, since we do the show after NXT, they they've they've they have announced the rules for War Games, and I'll go over it right now. Um, yes. For War Games, these are the rules for NXT's War Games. All three teams will be con- contained inside a separate shark cage by the entranceway, with a member from each team as chosen by his respective squad starting the match. Um, WWE really loves shark, shark cages. I swear, this is the third shark cage this Listen, year. Um, they gotta sell. They gotta sell the toys, bro. For sure. Um, after five minutes, the remaining members from one team will be released from the shark cage and allowed to enter the match. When another three-minute period elapses, if the remaining members from a second team are released from the shark cage, following another three-minute period, the final team's members are released from the shark cage. Once all three teams have entered the War Games match, a victory can be attained via pinfall or submission. So basically, teams can win via, via pinfall, um, and there we don't know if there is a roof over the cage or not. I'm thinking there won't be a roof over the cage because, yeah. I think this is kind of... Um I don't know. I've never been a fan of war games matches. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like how of, brisk and quick it is. It's making me the, the how quick it's it's gonna be is making me think that we might get um, Andrade, Cien Almas, and McIntyre as the main event. I think that this might is true. That because the three it, minutes, the three minutes elapsed is not a very long time. Yeah, this could be a um, thirty minute. It could be a 30, 35 minute match at least. But then when WCW did it, I believe it was five minutes. Yeah. But I believe they just also just started the counter wherever the fuck they want. <laughs> so I don't think it was actually five minutes. But um, yeah, it was a good episode. The, the reveal of it was picture perfect. It was cool. Uh, we we had the we had the authors of pain versus sanity in, a, in the main event, and then of course the undisputed era came out and interrupted mm-hmm. the match because of course they want the tag the tag titles. William Regal announces War Games, and, and we're off to the races. Uh, we finally have the official name for the pay per view now, and I think that was the biggest thing coming out of this this match or this this show. Uh, another right. another understated but big thing that happened uh, other than. Just some regular story building for next week's show, which I, which I obviously I always love. Um, Johnny Gargano, where, where do you think he's going with this losing storyline, this losing streak storyline? 
Um, I think it's long-term building, and they're trying to see where Champa's at. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to continue losing and winning and losing and winning and losing and losing and winning. Um, but I think they're kind of really trying to buy time until Tommaso Champa's back, um, which I don't know when that is. He's been gone since January. Uh, I want to Mar- say, wasn't it? Wasn't it the Mania? Wasn't it the Mania takeover? He did it. Then he turned. Or no, was it before I, that. Wait, was it? I don't remember. It um, was. It was Chicago. It was Chicago. It was Chicago. So no, it was in the it. summer. It was. It was May. May. Yeah, it, was, right. it was May to May. Yeah, it was May because that that was the yes. end of the match. Yeah. The latter match. Yes. So that was the latter match. So he's been out for a while. I think they really want him to sort of come back. Um, I, I think they anticipated previously it was going to be Brooklyn, but then they saw the extent of how many injuries he friggin' had. Yeah. It was like arm, leg, arm, leg, you know, like, then they realized he'd be out a lot longer. But I think they're biding their time. I think we're going to eventually, this is pos- potentially a main event for whatever show they have. I guess NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think they're just biding their time. I wouldn't think too much into it in terms of the losing and winning. Yeah, I, 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 I've always said long term, I think um, you have Adam Cole maybe win the title at the Philadelphia takeover. Yeah. And you have Johnny Gargano face him at the Mania takeover. And then you have you have Ciampa come back um, during that and cost mm. him the match. That's if he's gone that long. Well, like, right. Realistically, I would, I would think he'd be back by to what take a year. It'd be, a, be about, be about a year. Ooh, maybe it'd be about a, yeah. It would be. But I, I think I, I, I mean, for Gargano, I think that works. You have him be that baby face, and he's just a, like he's overcome everything. He's beaten all the people that have beaten him over the last couple of months, and then right. you have him go for the title. He's about to win. Champa shows up in a hoodie or something, hits him with a pipe or some shit, and then Adam Cole retains the belt. He's about to, like, literally about to lose, and then he reveals himself as Champa, and you have literally the hottest feud in NXT for that summer. 100%. 100%. So I think, um, I think we'll just wait and see with this Johnny Gargano situation. Um, one more thing I want to touch on on NXT. Who is winning the women's title? I am very very interested in this and confused with it not confused but i i think they might go for the safe choice which will obviously be Kyrie sane but on the over the past couple of of, of days and weeks i've been thinking they might go peyton royce I'm, I'm doubling down on peyton royce from last week i'm doubling down on peyton royce i'm 100 in on peyton royce winning it i could be wrong i could be 100 wrong i don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh but i i'm, I'm in on peyton royce i think she it's the best it's the best outcome out of all three to prolong this sort of program and, 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 and feud and just the NXT women's division in general. It is unless a heel. You start building, yeah, unless you start building some new, you know, heels, some new, and I think everyone else is, everyone else who's prominent is a face. Yeah. You have Ember Moon, Kyrie Sane. Um, Nikki Cross is a face now. Nikki Cross is a face. Um, what's her face? Um, I forgot her name. Which one? Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Yeah, she's Ruby a face. Riot's a face. Mm-hmm. Um, Liv Morgan for the foreseeable future. I think you should just turn her. She should turn her. Yeah, I would turn her. She's she's like her promos her. are very very uh, very cocky and assholeish in the uh, yeah. two or three weeks. And ago. I think it would offset like her lack of athletic ability in the ring. Yeah, if she just cheats. <laughs> if, if she was just if she was just a heel. So yeah, I think I, that would work out. Payton Royce, we're all in. We we're two weeks out from from takeover uh from takeover war games and I I, yes. I do think 
we have pretty much set the card already. We have CN Almas versus um, Drew McIntyre. We have the War Games match, which is Sanity and Roger Strong versus the Undisputed Era versus Sanity. We have the Women's Four Way, which is Kyrie Sane versus Ember Moon versus Peyton Royce versus Nikki Cross, and we have uh, we have Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream. I did that off the top of my head. I wasn't reading anything. Oh, great! That's how much I love NXT. But those those that looks good. those looks like those are going to be our matches for the show. I, I I don't mind the undercard being um that small. Um, I think you started with the four way match, get the women's title out the way. Um, <clears throat> I think you continue with the Velveteen Dream thing. And then I, I'm, I'm iffy on if Drew McIntyre is going to close that show. It depend, like, and I said it, I said it at. Um, I don't think so. I said it at Takeover Brooklyn um, when I, when everyone was like, "There's no way that, that he's going to close." I was like, "He's definitely closing the show because something big is going to happen." And the NXT always I, does that. I don't think he's going to close the show. I think that's the real reason why they have the War Games match. I think they're going to close the War Games. I mean, it's called NFC War Games. Yeah. That doesn't mean they have to close the War Games. Just to be honest with you, but. Um, I don't think they. I don't think he closes the show. I think and Drew I think comes out. I think it's better off that way. To be honest with you, do you think Undisputed Era? Well, well actually, no. We're, we'll 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 wait to to do our. Let's wait till uh, next week. Yeah. yeah, let's do our go home show uh, predictions. But um, last segment of the show, uh, match of the week. What was your match of the week, sir? Oh, um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Finn Balor versus Cesaro. Ah, it, it only took two weeks, but we we agreed. Oh shit! <laughs> That's also I should have just I should have just waited for you and then just <laughs> it last second. I also like Big E versus Rusev. I think they're just good. They're just guys who just mesh together well. Big horses. Um, big yeah, big like you know they're not the tallest horse, but they're very wide and they're very explosive and they're yeah. very hard hitting with each other. They've had a lot of good matches with one another, like a lot of good matches. And hopefully we'll and be I, seeing more. Yeah. Um But Finn Balor Cesaro was that you know, that's a match that could that could fill they could fill an indie show, you know that that would yeah. that would put asses and seats at an indie show, and we, and we got it. Admittedly, a little bit kind of throwaway on on Raw the TV match, but it still ended up being for a, a little eleven minute match. It was a great way to rehab Finn, and it was a great way to show off their chemistry. and And I feel like Finn really needed that rehabbing, which is I don't know what they're doing with him right now. It looks like they've nixed the Brock match completely. It looks like that's not happening whatsoever. Um, I think the Bray the Bray match comes after Survivor Series. I uh, think we're getting that that Bray thing after Survivor Series. I think they were just like, all right. I mean, it depends if he's in the Survivor Series match, even because he could just they could just bring Bray back and he's on the card. Like they could just bring have him pop up somewhere. Oh, I, like, I say, I say from the rumor teams, I, I think there's going to be shenanigans leading to everybody the, to everyone losing anyway. I think yeah. I think Bray is going to be the shenanigan that causes Finn to lose, and then they're, we're going to get a blow off on Raw, maybe as a main event, just to end this fucking feud, um, and get it past Finn. Because I mean, we're going to go into Royal Rumble territory, and here's my pie in the sky prediction for Finn Balor. I sure. think I think we're going to get Finn either. I think I think we might get Finn turn, and then have Finn go against Braun Strowman in WrestleMania. Ooh. I don't see that. The demon versus the agree. beast. The demon versus the, the the monster among men. I can't see that. I can't see them turning um, Finn Balor. It's or, a, it's a, it's a, it's a business decision. Or you just do. Or you just do Finn versus Braun. I, I really think we're getting Finn versus Braun sooner than later. Oh yeah, but that could be a raw match, man. I don't know if we get it on a high profile pay per view. I mean, they treat Braun high profile. Why wouldn't they treat Finn? Like if if, if the demon is involved, it's a high profile feud. 
Demon doesn't lose. A, this is true. All right, let's see how it goes. Demon don't lose, but yeah, there we go. This is the second. This is yet another episode of the A Show with w- my, with myself. Another random match I want people to watch. Oh, I, I, I like I like doing this now, where I'm just shouting out random matches that people <laughs> should watch. Um, I like. I want everyone to go back. If you have, if you want any fond Finn memories. Um, July, I believe it's July either 17th or July 7th, 2016. Um, Finn Balor's debut on Raw versus Roman Reigns in, the, in, in that section. Go watch that match. It's a really good match. It's, just, it's probably one of my favorite Finn main roster, match, main roster matches. Probably yeah. one of his top matches in the WWE period. It's a great fucking match. I think those two have was, excellent chemistry. It was when they were all in on Finn. And yeah. Roman was just returning from failing a drug test. Oh yeah, it was. Roman, remember, remember how many times Roman lost on pay per view, and he he kind of did it this year too. He lost a lot this year on pay per view too. Listen, you can't stop. Listen, make Roman strong. Make Duh. Roman look strong. They, they, remember when? It. Remember when Seth gave Roman that running like pedigree when he countered the spear into the pedigree and beat him <laughs> and beat him and fully beat him for the championship. Clean, and clean. Then, and then like. Yeah, clean. I, you you almost forget Seth Rollins is a two time WWE champion until because he lost it like forty seconds later to Dean Ambrose. Which yeah. gave us another. Which gave us a really good, really good feud. I, it, it gave us a really weird Dean Ambrose <laughs> title run. Very weird. Very weird. <laughs> Very weird Dean Ambrose title the face run. Face of SmackDown. The face um, of SmackDown. But yeah, that was a great match. Definitely check that out. It's on the WWE Network right now, or you can probably YouTube it. But um, yeah, likely. Once again, guys, thank you for joining the show. Thank you for watching the show. If you have any questions, if you have any suggestions, let us know on Twitter at OGJohnny5 if you want to reach me and at Meals, M-E-E-L-Z-T-V for Meals. This has been another show of the A Show, the only show that you need to listen to every week for your wrestling news and your wrestling hot takes. Um, Until next week, guys, I'm signing off, and we'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. I'm sorry to hear about Brian, really, I am. But, um, but you, how are you celebrating this holiday of ours? Well, love Halloween. Halloween? I'm, I'm not talking about Halloween. Okay. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Day! Talking about Rusev Day. That's what we're talking about. Shane, how are you? I'm sure you just saw what I did to Big E. I, I did. I put a big L... On Big E, win-loss column. Mm -hmm. How related are you?